Are you happy to hear the word of God this morning? Amen. Let's open our Bibles to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3. And I'm going to stick on to this passage for a little more longer time and I'm going to talk to you about the blessing of the Lord. And I'm going to read from verse 7 to 9. Galatians chapter 3 verse 7 to 9. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen, the Gentiles, through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all the nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. This is talking about the blessing of the Lord. And every time when we learn about the blessing of the Lord, what is more important is we got to know what his blessing is. Whenever, you know, when you come across the word blessing in the Bible, you got to always have a clear understanding when God declares his blessing, don't forget he also gives you strength along with his blessing. So God is the one who gives you the strength. Why is he giving you strength? To be successful in life, to prosper in everything. God wants you to be successful in your family life. He wants you to be successful in your profession, in your work, in your business. And he wants you to prosper in your spirit, soul and body. He wants you to have a very prosperous spiritual life. All of these things can only happen when you understand it comes through the strength that God gives through his blessing. And you can see, you know, one man in the Bible which describes how he prospered and how he was successful is none other than, you know, Abraham is the best example to look how God blessed him, how God helped him to prosper, how God helped him to be successful in everything. So when we look at the life of Abraham, when we look at the blessing of Abraham, it's not only, you know, just to know that this man was a blessed man. But every time when you look at the life of Abraham, when you understand the blessing that God gave to Abraham, it is really talking about each and every one of our best blessing today. It's talking about you and me, how we can live a blessed life. When God gives you his strength, when God gives you his wisdom, when God gives you his authority, when God showers his favor upon you, you can also live your life no matter where you are, no matter what situation you go through, no matter what, you know, age group that we, you know, move along with. You can yet be successful and prosperous. And that's why Paul is trying to give us a beautiful revelation about this blessing of the Lord which was upon the life of Abraham. You see, you know, Paul is the only one who is trying to give that emphasis that you got to think about the blessing of the Lord, you got to believe the blessing of the Lord because that's going to flourish you, that's going to prosper you, that's going to give you every success in life. In order to find that, you know, it is, it is, it is referred here in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 says, verse 14 says like this, you know, God is connecting, Jesus is connecting you and me to the blessing of Abraham. So Jesus has been the medium or the tool to connect you and me into the blessing of Abraham. We had no connection, we have no connection physically with Abraham. But we, as Bible says, we are Gentiles. We were nowhere related or connected to Abraham, but through Jesus, you see, we have a connection to the blessing of Abraham. And that's why every time when you look at the blessing of Abraham, it's not only talking about his blessing, it's also showing you how you can turn your life into the blessing that God gave to Abraham. 
So that's why you see God, you know, was able to choose Abraham, show forth to the whole world if God could bless a man. There's always a question among people, is really God blessing someone? Is really God's blessings working in a person's life? Every time when we have such doubt, we got to look into the life of Abraham. Abraham was a single man when God selected him, you know, brought him out and, you know, he, he blessed his family. He made him to prosper. He gave him every success because there was only one thing upon the life of Abraham and that one thing is God proclaimed his blessing upon his life. What's so beautiful about this is the moment God declared his blessing, what was the promise that God gave to Abraham? God said, I'm going to make you a great nation and I'm going to make your name great. And God said, you will be a blessing, you shall be a blessing. And then God said, I will bless those who bless you, I will curse those who curse you. And in thee, all the you know, families of the earth shall be blessed. Now this is the blessing God gave to Abraham. What is so special about Abraham is Abraham, he believed everything God said to him. That's the speciality about Abraham. Abraham added faith into every word that God spoke to him. I want you to understand this is the key that I'm trying to show you. The reason why today we are not receiving or we are not living or we are not experiencing the blessing that God gave to Abraham is because we are not acting like Abraham. The, the way Abraham acted to God is when God spoke to him, he added faith to every word that God spoke to him. And that's why you see here it says, you know, Abraham was a man of faith. You can see that in verse 9. And then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Abraham was a faithful man in putting his trust in the word that God spoke to him. That's why he received the blessing. That's why he was able to live in the blessing of the Lord. That's why he was able to walk in the blessing of the Lord. This is the speciality about Abraham. And that is what God wants us to do this morning. God is speaking about his blessing. God is teaching you the ways of his blessing. But now what is very important is every week as you hear about the blessing of the Lord over your life, just like Abraham, we have to add faith into every word that God is talking about our blessing. I'm going to show you that because, you know, most of the time people don't believe what God is speaking to them about his blessing, about your blessing, about our blessing. The reason for that is one very simple reason is that Christian people, they don't see themselves as blessed. That's a very, you know, true problem that I'm talking with you this morning. You talk to a Christian believer about some curse, some devil's, you know, work, some evil spirit, they believe it. But you talk to the same believer about the blessing of the Lord, they, they don't give much interest, in, interest to that. They don't give much in attention to that. When somebody comes and tells, you know, there is some witchcraft, there's some devil's work happening in your house, you know, and this and that, people are very keen to listen to it and you find a person coming and saying, if you want to come out from all of this, you know, demonic spirit, you need to conduct seven, you know, Friday prayer in your house. People are ready to do all of that. Anyhow, they want to get out of that devil or they want to chase that devil out. But they don't know unless and until they stop believing about curse, they are not going to come out from that kind of mentality. When you start to believe about the blessing of the Lord, 
when you start to believe what Jesus has done on the cross of Calvary for you and me, he paid the penalty for our sin. He, you know, redeemed us from all kinds of curse. And just because he has redeemed us from all kinds of curse, curse has no more power over a Christian believer. But today you see Christian believers, they don't believe it. They believe all the curse, they believe all the, you know, demonics work, they believe all other things, but when they, when, when they hear about the blessing of the Lord, which, you know, Jesus did on the cross of Calvary, that becomes a big doubt in their mind. If Jesus is blessing me, why this is happening, you know? We raise so many different questions instead of adding faith like Abraham when God spoke to him about his blessing, all that Abraham did is he just added faith to whatever God said to him. Because Abraham knew that this God who speaks to me is not going to do evil to me. He's not going to harm me. How many of you know the God who's speaking to you is not going to harm you, is not going to spoil you, is only going to make your life better. You know, that's why Abraham simply he did one thing, he said, I'm going to believe whatever God tells me. I'm going to add faith to what God speaks to me. Today, Christian people, you know, they add doubt to what God speaks to them. When God speaks to them about the blessing of the Lord, they add doubt, they add questions. But Abraham was not a man who was adding doubt, adding questions. He was trying to add faith in every word that God spoke to him. That made a big difference in the life of Abraham. So we got to believe Jesus died for me. Jesus has redeemed me from all kinds of curse. Therefore, curse has no power over my life. Curse cannot dominate me no matter in what form, in what way devil is trying to bring in curse. That will not work for me because I am blessed with the blessing of the Lord. That should be our, you know, belief. You know, we got to believe ourselves. We got to know that I am a blessed man because God has declared his blessing over my life. And only when you do that, we become faith people. When you become a faith people, only then you can enjoy the blessing that God gave to Abraham. Why? Because Abraham was adding faith to everything what God said to him. Just like Abraham, when you become a faith believer, when you become a faith people, unless and until we become people of faith in trusting what God speaks to us, we cannot live, experience, receive, or enjoy the blessing is given to Abraham. So in order to enjoy that blessing, just like Abraham, you got to believe God will make my name great. God will, you know, make, you know, me a great nation. And I'm going to be a blessed family. And I'm going to be a blessing to so many families. God is going to bless your family. And you as a family going to be a blessing to many other families. How many of you believe that God will bless you in such a way? Amen. That is the, you know, faith that God wants you to build in your life. Not, not, not a person saying, you know, I come from a small town, I come from a small village, I come from a small background, I have a very small income, I work in a small place. No, 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 God, God doesn't want to hear such kind of... People of faith will never say, I come from a small town, I come from a small... I would, I, would, I would not be boasting on those things, but I would, I would put my confidence knowing even if, I'm, even if I have come out from a small town or a small place, from a, even if I'm doing a small job or a small business, I know I have the blessing of the Lord. That will change my perspective. That will change the outcome. That will change the result in my life. So a believer or I would say a person or a people of faith, they will not be talking about what the world is talking, what the, you know, background is, what your capacity is, but you will always believe 
what the Lord is talking to you. Believe what God is saying to you. Don't believe what people talk about you. Don't believe, you know, what people reflect over your life. That's not true. That can be changed anytime. When you believe what God is speaking over your life, how he wants to make your life a blessing and keep you a blessing to many people, that, that is true. That is what I have to believe. That is the, you know, outcome of a believer. Today in Christianity, you see, everybody is called as believer, right? But, you know, out of the whole Christianity, you take, you know, almost 75% of, you know, believers are not true believers actually. Because they don't believe the truth, they don't believe the right thing, but they believe every other thing apart from the blessing of God. They believe curse, they believe the devil's demonic work, they believe this and that, but they don't believe the blessing of the Lord. I remember the other day one brother came and told me, Pastor, there was one person who came to my house and he said, there's something in your house. So I want you to come and pray and tell me what is that something. You know? So I asked that brother, why did you leave the brother who said to you, there's something in your house? Why can't you ask him? He would be the better person to tell what kind of devil is inside your house because he's the one who told, who told you, he's the one who says there's something in your house. I asked him, are you a believer? He said, yes, I'm a believer. I'm a baptized believer, pastor. I'm an anointed, uh, you know, believer. I have the Holy Spirit. I told you, you are not a believer at all. Because you are believing there's something in your house. You believe this and that is there. That is possible. Devil can, you know, do whatever he wants in my life. You believe all that. You don't believe that Jesus defeated devil. Jesus has redeemed you from your curse. Jesus has, you know, delivered you from your sin. People are not ready to believe that, but they are ready to believe so many other different things apart from the blessing of the Lord. A true believer is a believer who believes the blessing of the Lord. And that true believer can be called people of faith. That true believer is a believer who can be called as people of faith. You getting what I'm saying? Only when we come to that, you know, level of finalizing ourselves or analyzing ourselves, yes, I am a faith person. I am a people, I, I, I believe that Abraham blessing can work in my life. I trust and I know the blessing of the Lord will work for me. When you believe it, that is where everything, you know, starts to change in your life. So I say, I declare this morning, what is more important is you got to be a faith people to enjoy every blessing that God gave to Abraham. Unless you become a faith people, you cannot enjoy you 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 may say you are blessed but if you want to live like how abraham was blessed then you got to be a faith person you got to be a faith people in order to taste the blessing of abraham that's a very special you know group of people when 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 god declares you saying you are a faith person then you are a very special group of people. You are a special person. You will not be talking about this and that. You will not say, I am, I am from this background, I am from this situation. No, no, no. We don't talk about all these things. We focus on one thing. I trust God. I believe God. As much I believe Him, I know Abraham believed God's blessing and it worked in his life. And I am also going to believe God and the blessing that God gave to Abraham and that same blessing will work in my life. Today, you know, there are different kinds of, you know, mentality among people. You talk to so many different people. I remember one other day I was talking to an young man. 
he told me like this he said pastor i have i am i i have come from a very low caste so amazing to see people talking like you know these things you know they said i came from a very low caste and that's why i think everything is in, everything is low in my life i told that boy you know as long as you think that you you are from a low caste your uh, things are very low and that's the reason why you're not able to come up i said nothing will change there is no caste when god created man the bible says god created man in his image and in his likeness today you see devil some or the other way he wants to keep people in believing curse and keep people in curse mentality keep them low keep them you know decreasing keep their life spoiled keep their life in fear about curse and the works of devil that's why when you come here you got to be very happy this is a place where god is talking about his blessing this is a place where god giving you a confident that no curse in this world could ever walk in your life because you are a people blessed by god how many of you are blessed by god amen we have the blessing of god over our life don't talk about this you know people may say you are a low caste you know we will help you and we will bring you up we will lift you up let me tell you nobody in this world can ever lift you up people are ready to push you down only god is the only one who wants to bless your life he said i came from heaven i you know he emptied himself you know he took the form of a servant the bible declares that he came and he lived just like you and me he died on the cross of calvary taking all of our sin and curse he died on the cross of calvary he went into the hell you know he destroyed the works and the powers of devil and he's resurrected now he's seated at the right hand of the father what is he trying to do he wants us to be seated with him that's the intention of god god wants us to lift up god wants us to have a good life god wants us to have a good thinking you know high mentality not a low mentality my friend but devil always wants us to think very less think very little but god says you know no no i want my blessing to work upon your life whatever you do whatever you plan plan it big think big because i am a great god who's blessing you don't just don't just believe on some fake you know promises and this and that when people give you know don't worry we are there for you we will lift you up we will take care of your life no let me tell you nobody is going to lift you there's only one person that can lift your life is our lord jesus christ and he says i will bless your life i remember a few weeks back one brother came and told me like this you know he said pastor if i become the member of become a member of your church what kind of offers will i get <laughs> i told this is not a shopping mall <laughs> in tamil he said he said enna salugai kadaikum pastor i told him you know you, we don't give any offers here you know i don't give any salugai here I told him or I can do one thing. I'm doing one thing every week here. When you come here I preach the word of God. I preach how God can bless you. I told that man I said, you know, you have come here in search of some offers, some salugai. But let me tell you when you keep hearing what I preach about the blessing of the Lord, you will become a person to give many people salugai, which is better. You get what I'm saying? we must be a person in offering someone so many people many benefits that is the you know work of god you know church is a place where church through church god is equipping people not to just to lift up their hands on with uh, before somebody or before some man expecting something to happen for them no 
You must be a person in opening your hand and offering so many benefits to so many other people. That is how God wants to bless us. How many of you believe that is how God really wants to bless you? Not just, you know, you go stand somewhere, you know, ask for somebody's help. No. I do one thing. I lift up my hands to the God who made the heaven and earth. He's the possessor of heaven and earth. I lift up my hands there. Abraham says, I'm lifting up my hands there. Therefore, I'm not, I'm not seeking for any salgai, for any offers. I told that man, when you come here, you keep listening to the word and you know, you will be surprised to see that you will be offering so many other people benefits because that is how much God will bless you when you hear and obey and do what God preaches here in this church. That's what God did to Abraham. He obeyed. He heard what God spoke to them, spoke to Abraham. Abraham believed what God said to him. And you see, that's what happening in the life of Abraham. God said, I will make you a great nation. I will make your name great. He believed it. And God made Abraham's name great. Sometimes many Christians, they think, you know, they, have you seen Christian people pray? Some people pray, you know, I... Sometime when you join in that kind of group and when you pray and when you hear such people pray this kind of prayer, you get irritated. I really get irritated. They say, Lord, I am nothing. I am a worm. I am an insect. Lord, I don't want anything. I don't want even my name to come out, Lord. I want you to be glorified. This is, this is a dupe prayer. You're getting what I'm saying? The same person who says, I don't want anything, he will have a big prayer list, you know. What is that prayer list? He'll say, I am seeking for a house. I am seeking for a land. God need to bless me. God need to help me to build my house. God, I need a good job. I need a promo. He wants everything. But he says, Lord, I am nothing. I don't want anything, Lord. This is called do prayer. You're getting what I'm saying? Pray a real prayer to God. Understand what the real blessing is all about. <laughs> Unless and until you come to that awareness of understanding what the real blessing is all about that God wants to bring into your life, you will never acknowledge. Let me tell you, God wants to make your name great. Wherever your name becomes great, that is the place where God is glorified. How many of you believe that this morning with me? I believe my name, God wants to make it great. I declare that every day. Lord, my name is Jaconia, and you want this Jaconia name to become great, Lord. Why? Because by making my name great, you are glorified through my name. You are glorified through my life. That is the real love and the intention of God's blessing over our life. And then he says, you know, then Genesis 12, 3, God says to Abraham, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. Look at the power of God's blessing. See, you know, when people know that you are blessed, when people know that, you know, if, if, if we do something to him, it will, it will come back to us because he's a person blessed by God. If people around you come to know that you are a blessed person and you have the blessing of God, they will start to take care of you very well. Now forget about people taking care of you very well. Let's think about ourselves. Do I believe that I am a blessed man? As the word says, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. Many Christians, they don't believe it. They say, you know, this person has done this to me. You know, he's seeing me differently. The problem in my job is because of this person. He said something. He has done something. I'm not able to grow in my business because that person has done this and that to my, you know, profession, to my business. And that's why I'm not, you know, Christian people, they don't believe that God says, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who... God is so concerned about your life. The other day, I remember one man said to me, you know, Pastor, I was walking and wherever I walked, there was another man collecting the sand from every footpath that I, you know, placed my foot. I told him, you know, I'm very scared, Pastor. I don't know what is he going to do with the sand that he took under my, you know. 
I told, with sand, what is he going to do? Nothing. Sand is always sand, you're getting what I'm saying? That's not going to bring any reaction to you. Don't worry about it. But today Christian people, they have so many thought, you know, that will happen, you know, this person came, he said to me like this, I don't know what is he thinking. Let me tell you, a Christian believer who believes, as the word of God says, I will bless those who bless you, I will curse those who curse you. You will never be worried about anybody who talks against you, anybody who works against you because that's not going to affect you in any way. Only one thing can affect you is the blessing of the Lord. Curse cannot affect you, curse cannot bring trouble into your life. So we got to be a faith people. We got to believe whatever. We got to keep adding. Every time as you come hear the word of God about the blessing of the Lord, you got to add faith to what you have heard this morning. And as you add faith to it, you know, you bring those things into actions. I want you to look, I'm going to show you two types of people here, again in the same chapter, Galatians chapter 3, verse 10 to 12. I'm going to show you there are two types of people. One is faith people, the other one is believing on his own work. What kind of people are we? A person who believes the blessing of God, a person who believes what God declares over his life, he will completely trust God, but the person who don't believe all the promises, all the declaration that God has proclaimed over your life about the blessing he proclaimed over your life will always be a person believing himself. You look at me here, I'm going to read for you. It says, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, cursed is everyone that con continueth not in all things which are written in the books of the law to do them. Look at what it says. The person who says, I will do, I can do, I will take care of my life. He's a person who's not adding faith. Why he's not adding faith? Because he's not believing what Jesus did on the cross for his sin, for his curse, for all the works of devil, what Jesus have done on the cross. He's not believing on that. He's saying, I can take care of things. I can see to my problem. I will handle. He says, I will do what God has asked me to do. I will do it. It's not a big thing. Jesus said, I have come to fulfill the law. So that gives us a very clear picture that you and I cannot fulfill the law. Only Jesus can do that. The Jesus, that Jesus who has fulfilled the law is trying to say, remember and believe what I've done on the cross of Calvary for you. You believe that. Don't just try to think that you can do according to law everything. Verse 11 says, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. Look at that. If you, if you talk about your own righteousness, if you talk about your own worthiness, then, you know, it, it is saying, you know, you are, you are just showing you are a man who is trying to justify yourself by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. If you want to live, you want to be living your life in the blessing of the Lord, add faith. Add faith. Put your trust in what Jesus did for you. What Jesus did for your curse. What Jesus did for the you know, works of devil. Believe what Jesus did for our sin. We got to believe that. We got to we gotta look, we got to keep coming back to what, we got to keep coming back to look and believe what Jesus did for us. It says, the just shall live by faith, verse 12, and the law is not of faith. Look at that, the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. It clearly says, it's clearly talking about two different type of people. One is people of faith. The other one, he says, I can do it on my own work. I can take care, I can, I can handle it. I don't have to rely on God. I don't have to trust God. But if you want to enjoy the blessings of Abraham, you got to become faith people. 
you got to add faith you can't say i will i will you know i will work and i will seek my blessing no you got to work with the blessing of the lord to receive blessing you cannot say i will work i will earn my blessing no that's not how god wants to keep your life functioning in this world but he says you work every work of your hand god commands his blessing the blessing of the lord will flourish the work of your hand the blessing of the lord will make your hard work more easier for you no matter what the task that you have to do the blessing of the lord will help you give you strength to accomplish that task so we see here a clear picture paul is trying to talk about two different people the one group of people says we will do exactly what the law is required and we will receive a blessing on our own worthiness on our own righteousness and there are another group of people who is with whom he is talking about saying if you want to enjoy the blessings of abraham add faith continue to look upon what jesus did for you learn about it know those things know those truths apply those truths believe what jesus did for you put your trust on what jesus did for you on the cross of calvary that will help you to live in the blessing of the lord and in the blessing that god gave to abraham today we got to find out am i a faith people am i trying to bring my life before god to show that i am a people of faith o lord i also joined with abraham who believed you who added faith into every word that you spoke to i want to be a person like that whatever you speak to me about my blessing over my life that you have placed i want to keep adding faith i don't want to rely on my works i don't want to rely on my own righteousness i don't have to rely on my own worthiness you are the one who makes me righteous you are the one who makes me worthy I remember one one man said to me when we were talking you know he told me he said look at that person he's a very you know righteous person he's a very good person why this good person is not blessed I told him you know just because he's good he's not going to get blessing it is good that you got to be good you're getting what i'm saying it is good that you got to be moral it is good that you got to be disciplined it is good that you got to you know keep your you know life as an example all that is good but just by doing that you cannot demand god's blessing god's blessing is not coming to you just because you are a so good person no god's blessing can come into a person only when he believes that he has paid the penalty for my sin he has redeemed me from my curse he has destroyed the works of devil and i believe that jesus whatever you did i believe it lord i know now through the cross of calvary through giving your life and you are my savior you are my lord now i know that i am blessed not because of what i did but because of what you did for me that 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 changes your perspective that changes your approach in everything my friend there's nowhere there's there would be no place in our life to boast about ourselves because in everything you see what jesus did for you what jesus is giving for you how jesus is blessing you you continue to look upon him you continue to put your trust on that's a better life how many of you believe putting your trust and looking in everything you find jesus i say that is the best life that god wants you to live your life on this earth not just saying it's it's my effort it's my you know thing it's my ability no whatever you do whatever that you achieve you got to say lord i see you in this i see that you are my strength oh god and that's why i'm able to achieve that's why i'm able to flourish that's why i'm able to prosper that's why i'm able to be successful now you look was 13 and 14 you see another two in you know, a different picture here i'm trying to show you how you you and i got to be a people of faith the blessing of the lord is upon our life 
that's been preached here again and again and you come here, hear it again and again. The question is, have you added faith to what God speaks about the blessing about your life? Now you see here in verse 13 and 14 talks about a two different picture here. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Now here in verse 13 you see, Jesus took all of our curse. Now in verse 14 you see that the blessing of Abraham, now Jesus is trying to give his blessing. That the blessing of Abraham might come onto the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Again, look at that word faith. In verse 13 he's talking about curse, and in verse 14 he's talking about blessing. God is saying, I am taking your curse, and I'm giving you my blessing. Now what is blessing? As I, as I told you already, blessing means it's the strength that God gives you. Now what is curse here? There are so many things curses described in Deuteronomy 28, but I want to use a common word which comes out in every you know, person's mouth. Especially young people these days, they come with this kind of you know, casual word. They think it's a style, stylish word. The meaning for curse that people are often using these days, which has become more trend today, is they say, it's damn good. Have you heard people saying that? When they see a good mobile, when they see a good food, wow, what a damn good mobile it is. Now they don't know, they think adding damn word, they think it's, it's, it's something, you know, sparks them. But the real meaning for the word damn, you know, it says it is named for destruction. It is marked for destruction. The work of devil is that some or the other way, anyhow in our conversation, by using our mouth, he wants to bring out a word that can, you know, destroy you, spoil you. And we casually, you know, young people, they casually come out, this, come out with this word, damn good. Why can't you say it's very good? It is always to be simple, you know, instead of showing, you know, some stylish language. You know, they, style, they think that I'm using some stylish word. No, no, keep it very simple. When you see something good, say it's good. Why do you want to add damn good? They are trying to give some expression, you're getting what I'm saying? They are trying to say, I'm trying to add some expression when I say it's damn. Actually, you are entirely spoiling the good thing through the word damn. The word damn means it is marked or named for destruction. Now let me just, you know, put the opposite for the same word blessing here. If the curse word has a meaning of damn, which means marked or named for, destruction means, let me say blessing means it is named or marked for you to live a good living, good life. Why don't we speak that? People of faith will always use their mouth to talk about or to name, to mark their life, to live good, to make their life better, to come up well in their life. They keep speaking the words of blessing. Devil sometimes, he always wants us to use this kind of word. He wants our life to be marked or named for destruction. Never in your conversation use the word damn. That means you are marking your life for your own destruction. You are allowing curse to come and dominate and destroy your life. You see, today Christian people, they believe blessing, they also believe curse. They say we want to be 50-50, you know. They like always to be on a neutral level. They say, I believe the blessing. When I come to church, I believe the blessing. But when I go to my work, I see a lot of curse, a lot of, you know, chaoses. 
and they say i also believe that no 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 it's not it's not going to work like that you got to decide no i am blessed i have the blessing of the lord upon my life i'm not going to use this word which is marked for my destruction but i'm going to use the word which is marked or named for my good living for my good you know blessing that is what i want you, i i want to speak in my life because what comes out of your mouth is what you want to possess let me say that again whatever comes out of your mouth is what you are going to possess if you're going to keep talking about the words which is marked for your destruction named for your destruction don't forget you will possess it but if you speak like a people of faith adding faith to every word that god you know talks about the blessing of the lord over your life let me tell you you are making your life better every day because what you going to speak out of your mouth is what you going to possess jesus said in matthew chapter 6 verse 31 he said you know don't say what you will eat what you will drink what you will clothe with you know worry comes by what you say fear comes by what you say curse comes by what you say so you got to be careful in every word that comes out of our mouth we got to check is my is my word that comes out of my mouth is marked for my destruction or it's named for my destruction or it is making me to come up good in life it's very important you know every young people got to be careful about every word that comes out of your mouth what you talk about your future what you talk about your career what do you talk about your job are you opening your mouth to mark destruction or are you opening your mouth to mark good living or the blessing of the lord so we got to we got to be faith people faith people will not use their mouth to mark or name destruction for their life Abraham was a man of faith he never spoke the word of destruction in his life yet he had challenges yet he had to go through suffering yet he had to go through needs he never opened his mouth to mark destruction that is how faith will strengthen you that is how faith will help you to keep on adding faith in the word that god ministers you about his blessing i just want to show you one illustration i'm going to stop here and then i'm going to pray we're going to continue you know this you know topic in the coming week and the one chapter that i want to show you is numbers chapter 22 it's a chapter where god declares how his people is blessed I want you to understand this is what God is declaring about you. Don't worry about what others are declaring about you. Don't worry sometime what you declare about yourself. But believe what God declares over you. It's talking about, you know, how Abraham's blessing was working for Abraham's descendant. Who are Abraham's descendants? People of Israel were Abraham's descendant. they left from egypt and they are walking in the wilderness towards the promised land while they were going while you know they were traveling to that promised land you see this incident is taking place in numbers chapter 22 you find people of israel crossed through the red sea they fought against many you know nation and now you know they are led by god the blessing of the lord is upon their life now look at what is happening here i want to read few verses in the beginning and i'm going to show you and the children of israel set forward and pitched in the plains of moab on this side jordan by jericho and balak the son of zippor saw all the israelites had done to the amorites now look at here the king king of moab 
Balak, the king of Moab, watches, he's watching this people of Israel and he's learning about this people of Israel, how they destroyed enemies, how they destroyed the Amorites, how they were able to overcome the Red Sea. And now, now look at verse, you know, 3 it says, And Moab was so afraid of the people because they were many, and Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. Verse 4 says, And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, Now shall this company lick up all that are around about us, as an ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Balak the son of Zippor was the king of Moabites at that time. He's trying to say, there is a group of people who are coming. They look like an ox means, you know, it's literally saying, just like how a cow eats up all the grasses. If this group of people, if they come into our land, they will eat like grass each and every one of us. They are so strong, they are so powerful, they are so big, they are so many in numbers. Actually, you see, the ability of people of Israel, you know, actually if you see what is their tribe work, what is their basic work is they are, they are shepherds taking care of sheep. They don't have such great strength like this king is declaring. You got to think about that. They were ordinary men who were taking care of shepherds, taking care of, you know, sheep. They were shepherds. That was their, you know, regular work. That is their work and that is how they've been designed. But now when the enemy look at the people of Israel, he's having a different, you know, view about them. He's saying they are very big. And if you see in verse 5, it says, uh, you know, it says, He sent a messenger there, uh, therefore unto Balaam, the son of Beor, the uh, Perot, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Look at what he's saying. He's trying to say, they are a people cover the face of the earth. Look at how God showed his people to his enemy's eyes. That is why you always have to believe the blessing of God which is upon your life. Don't believe about what people tell about you, what the others talk about you, what your co-workers talk about you, what your colleagues say about you, what your friend talk about you. Look at the way how God is projecting you. When God keeps his blessing working upon your life, this is how anyone who wants to work against you will look at you. And you see this king, you know, Balak has decided, I need to stop this blessing working upon this people of Israel. How do I do it? If I have to win this people, if I have to chase them out from my land, all that I have to do is I need to stop working the blessing of God over their life. How to, do, how to do that? Verse 6 is the key. You see what is he doing there. You see what kind of things this king is doing. He says, come now, therefore I pray thee, curse me this people, for they are too many, too mighty for me, per which I shall prevail that we may smith them, and that I may drive them out of the land, for I owe that he whom thou blessest is blessed, and he whom thou curseth is cursed. What is he trying to say? He says, if I can curse them, I can stop them. If I, if, if I find someone who can curse them, I can, you know, win. I, I will have possibility to win this people. You know, that is, that gives us a very clear picture. With your mouth you can bring blessing. With your mouth you can also bring curse. Because he's finding a man and he says, this prophet if he comes and if he curses this people, they will be cursed. 
If he bless these people, they'll be blessed. So he wants a prophet to come and curse them so that he will gain power to defeat the people who are blessed by God. This is the strategy of the king of Moab. But you got to find whether God allowed it. Verse 12, you find what God said to this prophet. And God said unto Balaam, Thou shall not go with them. Thou shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. How many of you know that you are blessed? Amen. No matter how your enemy plans, whether it is informed to you, whether it is official to you, whether it is unofficial to you, whether it is hidden, these people of Israel, they don't know what is happening there. Here is a king who is calling a prophet. He wants them to be cursed. He wants to curse the people of Israel. These people of Israel, they don't, they don't know anything about it. But you see, God was standing on behalf of them. God who blessed them was always there to keep that blessing working upon the people of Israel. And that's why God said to the prophet, Go let know the king that whom God has blessed, he cannot curse them. You cannot make the curse work upon the people whom God has blessed. This is a confirmation today for us. This is a confirmation, you know, you got to believe it. If God has blessed you, no matter whomever, you know, they hire, whomever they hire, this king was hiring a prophet to curse the people of Israel. But God said, no, you cannot do it. You got to be very assured this morning. When you become a faith people, when you be a people of faith and adding faith to every word God speaks to you, you'll be very careful in your words that comes out of your mouth. You will not speak the word that mocks your destruction. You will not speak the word that mocks our name for destruction, but you will speak the word that will make your life good because the people who have faith in the word that God speaks to him, speaks to them, they will keep on adding up the words of blessing into their life. And that's why God says here, you got to know that they are blessed, you cannot curse them. You got to believe this morning, I am blessed. Nobody can curse me. Whatever, in whatever way, in whatever form, they may plan, they may, you know, talk and, you know, do all kind of strategies. You can be well assured of one thing. God says that will not work. <laughs> you know why? Because God says, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. God is trying to tell the prophet, no, 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 don't try to curse these people. You cannot do it. If you curse them, you are finished. Go tell this king, if you try to curse my people, God is saying, you are finished. That's the caution he's trying to give through this prophet to the king of Moab. Let me tell you, that's the same caution God is giving to our enemies. Whether you know your enemy, whether you don't know your enemy, God is standing on your behalf and he's cautioning your enemy saying, better be careful, that's my child, that's my son, that's my daughter, that family is my family, this church is my church. God says, better be careful. Don't curse them because they are blessed. How many of you believe today you are blessed? That's why you got to open your mouth. Speak blessing. Speak blessing. Say, open your mouth and declare every day, Lord, you will make me a great nation. Lord, you will make my name great. Lord, I will be a blessing. And Lord, you said, I will bless those who bless you. Lord, you said, I will curse those who curse you. And in thee, all the families of the earth 
will be blessed. Lord, I believe it. This is what is named for my life because I am blessed. No matter whatever may work against this, whoever may work against this, you know, whoever may be hired to work against my, you know, blessing, I will continue to flourish in the blessing of the Lord. Curse has no power over my life. Curse can do me no harm because the blessing of the Lord is working every single moment in our life. Just like how God said, do not curse them. Verse 12 says, thou shall not go with them, thou shall not curse the people. God says, thou shall not curse the people for they are blessed. Today, that's the word that God is declaring. You are blessed. You are blessed. Every day when you get up, say, I am blessed, Lord. I am blessed because what you have done for me on the cross of Calvary, you gave me your life, Lord. You washed me with your precious blood, all of my sin. I am cleansed today. No curse can ever take authority over my life because you have redeemed me from every kind of curse. Don't worry about, don't be afraid about anybody talking anything about you or your family, your children. You got to declare, I am blessed. We are blessed. Our family is a blessed family because we have the blessing of the Lord working over our life. Amen? I will continue to talk about this. There are so many things to learn from this chapter. And you will be surprised to see, you know, things which you have never heard before. I will cover in the coming weeks and you will be surprised to see how much God is concerned and takes every effort to protect the blessing that he gives to you. Amen? Let's stand to our feet and let's pray. Let's thank God this morning for his wonderful word. Lord, I want to add faith to every word that you spoke to me about the blessing that you have placed over my life. I am blessed, O oh God. My family is blessed. Our church is a blessed church. My work is a blessed work. My profession is a blessed profession. My business is a blessed business. No matter who works against this, no matter who stands up, no matter who raise up, nothing will prosper, Lord. There's only one thing that is prospering is your blessing. How many of you want to declare that you, are, you have blessed me and your blessing is prospering over my life. Your blessing is working over my life and I'm going to keep adding faith in believing your blessing, Lord, to live in your blessing, to receive your blessing, to experience your blessing. I'm just going to keep adding faith, just like how Abraham added faith into all the blessing that you gave to him. I'm going to add faith, and I'm going to be a people of faith in taking the blessing of Abraham and enjoying the blessing of Abraham because Abraham was blessed because he added faith to every blessed word that you spoke over his life. That's the same thing what we are going to do, Lord. Thank you for showing us, showing us through Galatian and through numbers that, Lord, you are so concerned about our blessing. You are so concerned to protect the blessing that you have declared over our life. We are blessed, O oh God. We are blessed. We are so blessed to have you as our Savior. Thank you, Lord, for you being a blessing, God, to our life. We are so grateful to you. Father, I pray that every word that you ministered us will continue to inspire us, continue to help us to live as a true believer. As a true believer, O oh God. Overcome every curse, overcome every sin, overcome every devil's attack over our life. And establish and continue to keep adding faith in believing the blessing of the Lord. Father, I bless each and every one who are here. As they leave this place, 
we know that your blessing is working over our life. Let every work of your hands, let every work of your people's hand be blessed. Bless their family, bless their profession, bless every effort they're about to take forth. Bless each and every hand which has come forward this morning to give the tithe and offering that belongs to you. Bless them. Continue to protect each and every one of us. Keep us from every harmful thing that is around us. We pray that you will continually be glorified in our life. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. And everybody said together, Amen. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Be majestic dominion both now and forevermore. Amen and Amen.